2: In Mojo comes great responsibility. Mojo 5-0. And
3: crown thy good with brotherhood from sea to shining sea. America Radio. Opinion and a little irreverence from
4: both sides of the 49th parallel. This is American Huck
3: Radio with Mike Phillip. Welcome back to American Uck Radio, everybody. This is Mike Phillip coming at you live from. Uh I guess it's warming up a little bit here in Western Canada. We're supposed to get some rain, a little bit of snow. And uh, today in the news, everything went back to normal. It's all perfect again. And uh, people are going back to work. Kids are playing in the park. No. No, you know. You know that that is a bunch of BS. Everything's still crazy. And it's getting weirder. I watched the... Absolute weirdest uh, White House press conference I've ever seen in my life last night. Got a little bit of audio on that today. We've also got the, some of the reasons why nurses are not going back to work as being reported by nurses themselves. And uh, CBS. CBS sucks. They're terrible at their job. Look, I went to broadcast and journalism school I've been in newsrooms. When I was in news back then, everybody wore a tie, had a crew cut, wore black horned rimmed glasses, smoked heavily, and had a Mickey of hard liquor in their desk. Well, not everybody, but they were a type, okay? And there were standards that were drilled into your head constantly. Um,. You know, I would get memos. <laughs> my uh, my mentor in broadcasting, a man named Mel Stevens that put out some of the greats, uh, he, would, he would walk by your desk in the morning and go and type up a memo and bring it back and put it on your desk instead of just talking to you directly. And it would inevitably say something like, Your on-air presentation this morning was a nightmare of hissing S's and popping P's. But cheer up. There are plenty of openings in shipping and receiving and a bright future. And so you get these memos all the time. Well, what I watch today uh, when it comes to news coverage and journalism is absolutely ridiculous. But the game has changed because of the Internet. Uh, You have so many crazy people posting things that are quote-unquote news that it gets to the point where it's almost like uh, learned helplessness, right? Right? You ring the bell, and the dog gets something to eat, right? And uh, if you don't ring the bell and he tries to eat, you give him a smack, right? And you lay out that, that process over and over again, so it's the same thing. But then pretty soon, the dog gets a smack, even when he doesn't try, or when you ring the bell and try to give him something to eat, you confuse the whole issue, you confuse the pattern, and pretty soon, the dog doesn't know what's what. It just knows that nothing is real. And finally, it just says, fine, I give up. That's kind of where a lot of people are at. <clears throat> now, I've got a uh, report from a AmericanHawk radio correspondent known as the radioactive chimpanzee. Escaped mental patient hillbilly deep from inside of the earth. And he's got something very interesting that he brought to my attention this morning. We're going to be talking about that. Dominic Izzo, Ransom Izzo on Mojo 5O is going to be coming on the show. He had uh, Austin Steinbart, who is Q on the show last night, and I listened to that, and uh, he handled it absolutely correctly. At first, I thought to myself when I was listening to it, I, I actually listened this morning on his YouTube channel, and he handled it absolutely correctly. And when I first heard it, I thought to myself, "This sounds like a planted call." It really did, and I texted him this morning, and he just got back to me a little bit ago and said, no, that was an that was honest-to-goodness call that came in, and uh, it was uh, a good segment of radio, if anything, and uh, we're going to be talking to him about that. The comments, though, on the video are the funniest part to me because, you. well, we'll talk to him. We'll talk to him. Uh, Mike Adams is uh, a total turd. I've been going at him for a while now. I don't like to call people out on air, but I will make an exception for Mike Adams' Batman the Scientist over at InfoWars. Drumming up fear, selling family protection kits for $250, but don't worry, that's 50 bucks off, and you get six pairs of rubber gloves and masks and a thermometer to check your baby. For 250 bucks, you can have $60 worth of crap that you could get at Princess Auto, or even possibly a dollar store. Trust me, I'm a scientist. We get all that and more. On American Rock Radio today, let's launch this show. Outing
0: program, please stand by. Two nations.
4: Canada and the United States share the longest, straightest, and possibly boringest borders.
2: Allies. Accessity has made America a rival. One radio program. All I need is the
5: sun, a nice cold drink, and a marathon radio.
2: I think that there needs to be some common
4: sense injected into these playful and comfortable and me. I like want to be your slave. And now, here's your host of American Ock Radio, Mike
3: Filler. This morning I checked the American Act Radio chat. I was up at about 5 o'clock a.m. Mountain Standard Time. And I saw an argument going on between two men about President Trump and the actual powers that he has as president versus states' rights. Very interesting topic. Now, here's the thing. They were arguing over what kind of power he actually has, constitutionally speaking, as opposed to executive orders that have been cornered in the executive branch for the last 40 years. Now here, they were both right. That's the thing. One man was saying, President Trump or the executive branch does not have the right to trample over states' rights and make a command. We don't have a king in America. Second man was saying, look... The states, when they declared the national emergency, all 50 states, they gave him that power. Now, I predicted this when the president first got elected, okay? For the last 40 years, any executive order given by the executive branch was lockstep, followed, no questions asked, right? You had some people that were screaming about it. You had Ron Paul Right, Ron Paul was very consistent in his message. You know, abolish the Fed, gold standard, all of that. But I didn't see a lot of other politicians arguing about it. And I predicted this when Trump got in, they're going to rediscover the constitution. All of a sudden, they're going to get all constitutional about what powers the executive branch actually holds when they didn't have a problem following any executive order that came along under President Obama or Bush or a Clinton. And they're all kind of the same to me. 9-11 gave us the Patriot Act, the Northern Defense Authorization Act. Nobody argued with that. Why? Because we had a smoking pile of rubble and a bunch of dead people. It was obvious that we needed to do something and suspend rights, suspend the writ of habeas corpus. Why? Because there's was terrorists. And so we sent a bunch of young men and women overseas to Iraq and Afghanistan, two countries that we were told in the official report had nothing to do with it. And while our finest were over there fighting the terrorists so the war didn't have to be fought at home, our governments brought in the very terrorists that they were supposedly fighting so it didn't have to happen here. And then this medical emergency comes along. And people freak out. And you have shameless hucksters out there that want you to separate from your cash because you're scared for your family. I think it's disgusting, and I'm going to call him out wherever I can. A lot of you are probably tired of me talking about Mike Adams, but he's probably one of the worst examples I can think of. And like I said yesterday, CNN, you expect him to lie. Fredo Cuomo, you expect him to say something stupid, right? MSNBC, all of them. Chris Wallace over at Fox, you expect them to say something stupid. But when Super Patriot comes along and sells you a bunch of crap because your family's going to die, right? Now, President Trump has not used the full brunt of the power that he actually has under these emergency declarations. And they got on him about that in the beginning. You didn't do enough. You're doing too much. And last night was the weirdest press conference I've ever seen. I already mentioned that. He pulled out two screens and was showing video. I've never seen a president do that. And the press corps melted down and it was so funny because there was only like 6 people in the room, right? And one of the biggest meltdowns came from a CBS reporter. CBS is a serious serious I'm talking super ultra serious. Uh, if you could rate Sirius on a scale of 1 to 10, they're definitely a 600. Serious. CBC News, right? In fact, yesterday morning, CBS had this really hard-hitting report. And this is not for kids. Okay? This is for adults. They interviewed Big Bird. Right? Kids don't give a damn about Sesame Street anymore. And they know that. Kids have 600 channels of cartoons all day long to rot their brain like syphilis. When I was a kid, you had cartoons from uh, 7 o'clock in the morning till noon on Saturday. That was it, and that was the day I got to eat the crap cereal. It was the only time my mom would let me have the you know, lucky charms and things like that. it was kind of an occasion, right? And if there was a special on or something like that where R2-D2 is going to be on a newscast, that was a big deal. So CBS interviews big frickin' bird on a newscast to talk about social distancing and play dates in the time of COVID-19. Let me reiterate, that was not for kids, that was for adults. It was playing on a familiar childhood theme in order to get the message forward don't believe me listen to this crap this is what passes for Only news on cbs this morning big bird joins us from his on hey. sesame street hi big bird great to see you again
4: hi how are you good morning that's good big morning bird. big bird you've been
3: hanging out good with morning. your friends but things are a little things are a little different right now what are what are your play dates like these days play dates
1: well, you know, things are, are a little bit different, like you say, but, but Alan set up this really neat video chat for me so I could keep in touch with all my friends on Sesame Street, yeah. like, like we're doing right now.
3: <laughs> Awkward. Tony? <laughs> Somebody say something. A particularly important playday coming up tonight. Uh, what can you tell us about it? Who are you going to be with, and what are you guys going to do?
1: Oh, yeah, well, tonight I have a video chat with Elmo and Grover and Cookie Monster, and, and my friends Anne Hathaway and uh, Lynn manuel Miranda and uh, Tracy Ellis Ross, and you're, you're invited too, of course.
5: Oh, we'll accept that invitation, Big Bird. <laughs> it's really good to see you. I haven't seen you in so long. You look like you've lost a little weight. You look good.
3: <laughs> you look like you lost weight, Big Bird. That's CBS News. And did you hear all the awkward pauses? Like, they didn't really know what to do with this. Like, why the hell? Because they don't make their own decisions. They're told what they're going to go to air with. And they're basically a bunch of teleprompter readers. And you could hear them thinking out loud, why am I doing this? This is retarded. I can't believe we're doing this. But they went with it. And that was not for kids. That was for adults. Same adults that will rat out on a family for rollerblading in a parking lot. Same adults that got to go running to daddy government for everything. And that's the problem. Hey, your government is your God. Or your phone, right? Google, right? What are you doing? You're praying because you get an answer. And it's got to be right. I've been working with Dr. Glidden for 10 years now. And he told me flat out, it's more frustrating to talk to liberals than conservatives. I said, how's that? He said, because conservatives are more open to a wider range of information. Liberals will say, you know what, what you're telling me, that sounds really good, but I'm going to do my own research. As if you could. What, do you got a lab at home? Are are you you got 31 years practicing and 10 years of university under your belt? No, their idea of research is Google, right? And so if you believe in man-made this and that and everything else, then you believe the government can fix problems. Now, I've got Adam Kokesh coming on the show. On Thursday, head of the Libertarian Party, his vice presidential running mate is John McAfee, international playboy super spy, inventor of McAfee uh, antivirus software. And I used to argue with him. I've had him on before. Adam Kokesh. I, I didn't really argue with him. We got along. But his thing was, look, we can just abolish government overnight and everybody will be better off. And I was thinking to myself, no, you can't do that. That can't happen right? But in light of recent circumstances, I'm thinking to myself, well, I would have said before that this can't happen. The situation that we're in right now, it would have sounded too far fetched. There's no way you can just shut down the economy. Fauci, Fauci comes on TV last night and he says, uh, you can't just turn on the economy like a light switch. Well, you sure shut it off like one, didn't you? You and all the people that were talking about this definite pandemic that was coming. It was going to happen no matter what, according to Fauci. And recent documents have shown that the Obama administration paid for all this in conjunction with the Chinese Communist Party and the World Health Organization, specifically Fauci, and definitely Hillary Clinton in the State Department. If I did something like that, how much jail time do you think I'd get? Probably quite a bit. Probably quite a bit. Now, the reason I wanted to bring up that hard-hitting news report with Big Bird and CBS is because CBS sent a Chinese Communist Party agent into the press conference last night and had one of the biggest meltdowns. And it sounded to me like Trump was baiting them, to be quite honest with you. And uh, they asked him... Those videos you just showed, what he did was showed the media downplaying the COVID-19 epidemic back in January, right? When they're now saying, you should have done something back then. Now, one of the biggest, screamiest, loudest, stupidest voices in the press corps was a CBS reporter, who I didn't know anything about, right? Never seen her before. And she kept bringing it up. You didn't do anything. You didn't do anything. He says, you report. Well, you know what? I'll let them speak for themselves. How does that sound for you? Are you
2: doing this voluntarily? No, I'm doing it.
5: (laughs) Everything I do is voluntarily.
4: Please. I don't even imply that.
5: I saved tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands well, you of lives that by time that
0: you bought the argument is that you bought yourself some time and you didn't use it to prepare hospitals you didn't use it to ramp up testing right you so, so, so are unemployed. It's so 20 people are It's so disgraceful the way you said that. Let, let me just listen dead. I just went over it, it. Or this supposed to make people I just went over in it. an unprecedented
1: crisis
3: nobody thought we should do it I gotta stop it right there. Nobody thought we should do it. That was the videos he was showing, was the press saying, Don't do anything, right? The uh, ban from travel in China. Oh, that's racist, right? And here's this little blonde idiot. Oh, but you didn't do anything. You should have been. Right? First of all, I'm going to say something that might not make me too popular. I don't want to get my news from a woman. <laughs> I don't! And when I did it,
0: but what did you do with the time that you bought?
3: You know, the we did. Of
0: that, you that, know, February. we did. Yeah.
1: What, what do you do? Of February? What do you do
5: when you have no case in the whole United States? You when had cases when in you, you, excuse me, you reported it. Zero cases, zero deaths on January 17th. January,
0: February, the entire... January, the I said in January. Your video has a complete gap. On January 30th. What did administration at the time of your travel ban A lot,
5: a lot. And in fact, we'll give you a list. What we did, in fact, part of it was up there. It we did a lot. Wait for look, it. Look, look. You know you're a fake. You know that? Oh, yeah. Your whole network, the way you cover it, is fake. And most of you, and not all of you, but the people are wise to you. That's why you have a lower a lower approval rating than you've ever had before, times probably three. And when you ask me that question, let me ask you this. Why didn't Biden why didn't why did Biden apologize? Why did he write a letter of apology?
1: No, that's very important.
5: Why did the Democrats think that I acted too quickly? You know why? Because they really thought that I acted too quickly. We have done a great job. Now, I could have I could have kept it open. And I could have done what some countries are doing. They're getting beat up pretty badly. I could have kept it open. I thought of keeping it open because nobody's ever heard of closing down a country, let alone the United States of America. But if I would have done that, we would have had hundreds of thousands of people that would right now be dead. Maybe. We've done this right. And we we really, we really have done this right. The problem is the press doesn't cover it the way it should be.
3: The problem is the press. That's been his theme since he got elected. In fact, even before that, fake news. You are fake news. The press is the enemy of the people. That uh, tweet that he put out the day before yesterday, I believe it was, saying, I've been relentlessly trying to tell you that the press is the enemy of the people, which is easy enough to show the problem is why. What are we going to learn about the treasonous press? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just got a message in the chat. You don't want your news from a woman? What about Ria (laughs) Beau? You're right. And I also talked to Chanel Ryan over at OANN and several others. And uh, I guess, fine, I'll walk it back. Certain ones. But uh, I miss the days when it was news men like Ron Burgundy. You know what I'm saying? Speaking of Ria Beau. She sent me this this morning. Check it out.
2: This is a message from the government.
3: You have been identified as being in contact with infected COVID nineteen
1: victims. To ensure the safety of yourself and others, please stay in
4: and be sure to tune into American Knock Radio on Mojo Five O and the World Broadcasting Network to avoid becoming a moron. Moron.
3: Moron. 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 Thanks, Ria. Now, I've got to do some advertising a little bit here. Uh, we do have some people that are paying the bills at Mojo 5.0 that have great products. And uh, we, we will only bring you the best. Nothing but the best, I'm telling you right now. So, with that, let's get into a little bit of
5: advertising. Oh.
3: Mojo 5.0 Live Free. It may not be the zombie apocalypse, but present times prove it's actually not crazy to be prepared. And Mojo50 in partnership with My Patriot Supply will help our listeners prepare with mojo50.com. It's smart to have a reliable emergency food source.
0: Natural disasters have a devastating impact when all other conditions are perfect. When supply lines are stressed already, further disruption could leave your local markets bare for days or even weeks. You need a plan today. Only for Mojo listeners and for a limited time, you receive $70 off a two-week supply of 92 servings or $100 off a four-week supply of 284 servings. You'll get meals packing 2,000-plus calories a day with a 25-year shelf life.
4: More than just food, My Patriot Supply has personal water filtration, backup power, and lighting sources, as well as medical kits and other survival gear. All this and more is available to you, the Mojo listener, by using... Prepare with mojo50.com. That's prepare with mojo50.com.
3: American, American Up Radio. Radio. Stick around. We're going to be talking with Dominic Izzo and the radioactive chimpanzee, escape mental patient, hillbilly, in the second segment of American Rock Radio. You've been warned.
4: Dr. You know what makes you feel really good about yourself? Doing something good for somebody else. And if you'd like to do that today, go to JDRF.org. Join them in the fight against type 1 diabetes.
1: JDRF.org. It's something good you can do for the world. JDRF.org. If you are trying to quit drinking or doing too many drugs, listen to me. You don't know me and we'll never meet. I had a problem like you once. I drank and used to party a little too much till it got out of control and almost ruined my life. I realized I needed help to fix my problem before it totally destroyed me. If you've tried to fix your drinking and drug problem and you know you can't do it alone, you need to call the National Treatment Advisors. They'll immerse you into a 30-day program to replace your old habits with new habits and totally change your life. And if you have PPO, private health insurance, the entire program may be covered. Fix your problem right now before it gets any worse. Get clean. Call now and learn more. 877-247-1581. 877-247-1581. 877-247-1581. December 16th, 1773. And now what really happened at the Boston
4: Tea Party. (laughs) What are they doing? They're throwing all the King's Tea and Coffee into the harbor to protest taxation without representation. Do you think we should stop them? I really like my coffee.
0: Come on, it's not American Pride Roasters.
4: Yeah. That would be a trebuchet mockery. American Pride Roasters, the choice coffee of real American patriots for
3: over 250 years.
4: That's right. Get yours today at AmericanPrideRoasters.com.
3: Hi, it's Doc Thompson for Matthew 25 Ministries. Matthew 25 Ministries is one of the few charities I'll actually endorse because I know them. I've worked with them, and I know almost all of the money that you donate goes to help people. Go to M25M.org. M25M.org. American,
1: American Radio. Radio.
3: Welcome back to AmericanOck Radio. This is Mike Phillip coming at you live from Western Canada. In a province called Alberta, which will soon be the 51st state of the United States of America. And I get people really upset when I say that sort of thing. But, as promised, we have got the radioactive chimpanzee, escape mental patient, Hillbilly, from deep inside the earth at an undisclosed location. Now, uh, chimpanzee, Hillbilly, uh... You uncovered something about the My Pillow guy this morning, didn't you? Oh, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang <laughs> on, hang on a second. You're a little problem with my board here. Uh, keep your sound, keep your sc- sound scrambler going. We don't want anybody to know who you are. Okay, uh, go ahead. What did you figure out about Mike Lindell, the Mike Pillow guy?
2: Well, that's Mark. And in in addition to the sound boy scrambler, I'm also uh, for full anonymity, hiding my face. uh, This isn't Austin
3: Steinbart, is it?
2: Uh oh.
3: Austin Steinbart, this isn't you, is it?
2: Austin Uh, Steinbart. I I I messed you up. Go ahead with your special report. Uh. Uh, I don't know him. Uh, I, I've never met him, and uh, you can't prove a thing. <laughs> All right, so what would you
3: find out? we got about 10 minutes here.
2: Okay, so uh, so as I was doing my investigative reporting, uh, uh, investigative work for you this morning, I, I came across something very interesting that uh, I, I think your listeners uh, really need to know, and that is when you go to the Mike Lindell website of My Pillow. And you are ordering your sheets or your pillows and you're paying several hundred dollars. Uh, if you simply put in the letter Q, uh, I think we all know what that means into the promo code, you will receive a massive, uh, discount of upwards of 80% actually. Um, you're
3: telling uh, me that the letter Q. Alluding to the super, super super secret government agent that's been giving us tips as to the super secret plan to free America and the world, will get you a uh, a discount from Mike Lindell.
2: Yes, Mark. That's exactly what I'm
3: saying. <laughs> that's the weirdest Q proof yet. So did you uh, did you try using any other letters uh, other than Q, or is it just that one in the promo code section?
2: Well, Mike, I, I think I wouldn't be a very good investigative journalist if I did not do that. Excellent. Uh, so, so to answer your question, yes, I did.
3: Okay, and what did you come up
2: with? Well, in addition to the letter Q, if you were to enter the letter K or L or M or W, you get the same discount. Okay. Yeah. Now, oddly enough, there's more to the story here. Oddly enough. Uh, KLMQW, as everyone knows, is a sequence of uh, amino acids when you clone the genome. Additionally, if you take the $69.97 total for your purchase, uh, you will find that that is actually a teratocarcinoma uh derived uh growth factor and uh also found in uh in a lot of dna strands everybody so knows there that go. there you go mike <laughs> there, there you go. there's your, there's your right there do you need i say more
3: do you think he's really using those pillows to smuggle drugs
2: I cannot answer that.
3: <laughs> all right, keep up the wonderful investigative reporting. so it turns out that uh, if you put in the uh the amino strand signature for uh, Ebola, you'll get a deal on my pillows. That is correct. You know what? You're great. We're going to keep you on staff. Thank you so much. That was the uh, radioactive chimpanzee uh hillbilly. Escape mental patient deep from inside the earth at an undisclosed location. Now, as I said earlier, we're going to skip over to uh, Dominic Izzo. Dominic had a guest on last night that I literally thought was a planted call. I really did. I, I thought that it was a setup, but uh, I texted him this morning. He said, no, that was an honest-to-goodness call, and it was generic. And you know what? I think that what we'll do is we'll let him set it up and let everybody know exactly the sequence of events. But uh, what got me was the comments underneath the video that he posted on YouTube. Dominic Izzo, of Rance of Izzo, welcome to American Arc Radio. Was it me,
4: or did you, were you really uncomfortable with Big Bird's voice today?
3: Okay, I, I, got sever- I, I noticed the same thing when I was going over the soundbite after the producer sent it to me. And uh, yeah, it's like his balls dropped or something.
4: That's not Big Bird, and let me tell you something. Somewhere, some kids are getting inappropriately touched right now.
3: <laughs> Why am I laughing? So you you had a uh, really weird call last night. There's this Austin Steinbark guy who's been claiming to be Q. He was arrested for uh, lying, basically, or fronting uh, something that he wasn't. And uh, he had reached out to you. His guys reached out to you. How did that go?
4: So real briefly, can we agree? I think you know me well enough at this point to, to know that you are a professional in this industry. I am not. I am not a journalist. I, can we agree that I am not a, a, a news type of reporting? I don't have the caliber that you do. Can we agree on that?
3: uh i'm not going to because uh i used to be a professional but with the age of the internet i find myself kind of lost in the weeds and trying to reinvent the wheel here and i think that's what we're all doing so no i'm not going to say that i'm better than you you cannot get me to agree to that i'm way too humble
4: okay well i am i I will say that you're you're far better than i am which is why i steal some of your stuff sometimes um that being said I, I, I don't recall what it was. I think back in December somebody had started to, to tell me about the child trafficking things, which admittingly enough, I had kept my head in the sand for years. You know, it's, it's. I just want I just want to have fun. I want to ride my motorcycle, go fishing, smoke cigars, eat pizza. That's all I want to do in life. I don't want responsibility anymore, but of course I can't you know I can't live a quiet life. Well, someone sent me a video on that fall of cabal series the other day. And I watched the whole thing, and I went, oh, my God, this is real. Showed my family, my mother, my father, my mother of all people. She's like, oh, my God, this is real. And I'm like, holy crap, I can't believe. She admitted. Well, behind the scenes, I, I, I did a, a short three-minute video when I went to uh, the grocery store last week, and I said, I believe Q. I believe this movement is real. I believe that there are our kids under the sewers, all this kind of stuff. But I want to see. I don't care. I don't care if my profession, which is law enforcement, if I am laughed at by them and a mockery by them. I don't care as long as one kid is saved. About a day later, I did get contacted by a lot of. uh, uh my stuff was reshared by like the guy from educating liberals um my stuff was reshared by uh where we go one we go all on instagram so i was like okay this is kind of cool i got you know i uh, get 1200 new friggin followers on on uh, twitter i'm like this is kind of uh, this is nice this is a welcoming community right and the way Yes, for the most part, people in my inbox were saying, hey, welcome, if you have any questions, let me know. And I kept saying, thank you, I'm new to this, I don't know what is what is up and what is down, let me figure this out on my own. One, one group kept inboxing me, asking me to come on their, their YouTube show, and that was Austin Steinbart. Right. And I... I purposely did not respond to this string of emails because it was, as soon as I saw, we need your platform, you have so many more followers than we do, but I went, it's okay. So I politely said, thank you, thank you, no, I'm going to stay in the background and I'm going to watch this unfold. Now, can we just say that, like I said, uh, anybody who knows my shows knows that I'm not a very pleasant person, I'm a very arrogant person. Uh, selfish man, I'm not very friendly, I'm kind, but I'm just, listen, I like to be by myself, I'm an introvert, and I, I don't care, it, this is going to sound generic, and I have to qualify this, I don't care about anything else other than children being saved, that's all I care about, because if somebody claims to to come from the future, to come from the past, to come from wherever, and solve the problems, they're the Antichrist, and I don't want any part of them, right. I just want kids saved. So I don't care about your plans to do whatever. I don't care about your plans over to overthrow the government. For the most part, I'm happy. I like capitalism. I like to make my money. I li- I, I, you know, if I fail, it's on me. I don't want uh, equality I, you know, as far as uh, monetary equality. I want to be able to make it on my own. So the new, this new agenda, I don't care about I just care about the kids. I, I get a call last night on the show live, and I open up my phones, and it was completely unscripted, and, and I asked, even asked him on air, you know, uh, do you, did you? Did I ask you to call in? No, I kind of ambushed you. Meet you. It was that Austin Siebert. I gave him forty-five minutes. You did, and I did. I did what I thought should be done, which is, if you are the head of an organization, you need to have answers. And his followers on Twitter, on YouTube, everywhere else, are so upset with the fact that I'm saying I want proof that there are children underground. And they keep coming back with the response of, well, you need to get JFK's documents exposed to take down the whole machine, and then you'll get your proof. Do the work on your own. No. I will admit, I don't have the resources to take my my rifles and go down to the tunnels of Chicago and hunt for children who are missing. So if you claim to be this organization, do it and prove to me you exist, and I will use anything I can to support you. But he couldn't do that last night.
3: No, I was listening and uh, he kept giving you this circular logic and you kept coming back to the same uh, central point and that is that if kids are in trouble, they need to be helped and we need evidence that this is actually happening. Otherwise, the whole thing falls apart and he kept coming back at you. Well, the people need to stand up and the people need to be awakened first and it's like we need to declassify Area 51 before the kids can be saved and it was driving me nuts as it went on.
4: Okay, Mike. Am I stupid for that? Because that makes no sense to me. Is don't, and people are inboxing me this morning, and I've got I've got I've got novels of inboxes from people who are pissed at me because I won't use my platform to help declassify JFK's uh, documents. I don't care. I don't care who killed—I don't care if, if Momo from the Chicago mob—I uh, don't care if, if the Giancana crime family killed JFK at this point. I don't, because it does nothing to change my life. But some kid who's who's, who's getting raped tonight in some sewer somewhere, that does. Right. So if you can't—if you want me—and and I kept saying, I, I don't understand what the whole big thing is, is if I need one thing, and my specific need is, can you prove to me that there are children, and, I, and uh, that will get me— to then influence whoever I, whoever follows me to wind up uh, getting your cause. If you called in my show, don't you want to get me on your team then? And don't you want to sit there and pacify me? Right. Shut me up and say, hey, here's your proof. But he couldn't do that. Uh, to them, it's all about uh, this JFK declassification and changing government. And if that's the case, well, then there's no then they're no, they're no different than Bernie Sanders supporters, and I don't care.
3: No, exactly. And uh, it would have been the perfect opportunity for him to break some news other than what everybody else is getting and looking at, and he didn't do it. He didn't offer any kind of proof of anything whatsoever. I look at this stuff like, if I can walk into a courtroom with it, right, and there's nothing that you could actually tangibly take into a courtroom, and people say, well, they're a bunch of Satanists. Well, first of all, that's not illegal, okay? Murder is illegal, uh, child rape is illegal. Okay. So we come up with some evidence of that, but everybody's so convinced. I'm looking at the uh, comments on your YouTube channel right now. And some of them are just blowing me away. Jesse Saunders says, I want to see this. I want to see that. Do your own research acting like a child that wants things right away. The more research you do, the closer to the truth you will come. I'll tell you what, I got people that eat, ble- uh, breathe, sleep, drink, the whole Q thing and they have not offered me any tangible evidence that this is actually going on. Now like you, I do believe that it is I I just don't have anything tangible right now and I keep getting these little, uh, you know President Trump says the invisible enemy is in full retreat and I'm tearing my hair out because it's like just give us something solid right? I I think people are ready for it. Like, uh, you know, if a guy like you who has a history in uh, investigations. I mean, if, if you had to walk into a courtroom with these accusations tomorrow, would any single one of them hold water? No, because that, that's how the law works. Right. I can't tell you how many times I've been, I've been
4: behind the car of a gangbanger, and you're driving down the street, and you just know. Your gut is telling you he's got guns in the car, he's got drugs in the car, but unless I see him break the law, I can't pull him over. Right. I, so what, it's... It's just all I wanted, and again, it, to be 100% honest, you know what? I'm 45 years old, and God only knows how many more years I have on this planet. I, I really don't care about a revolution. I'm, I, I, I've led a great life, and I have a great life, and things are awesome, and I'm very content. I don't care, and this is going to and this is, I'm not, I don't care how I sound. I don't care who killed JFK. I really don't. I don't care about any relationship between Russia and, 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 and our country if it keeps the peace. I don't care about anything because you know what? I don't have control over it, and I'm not going to stress when he says people need to stand up. People need to stand up. See the problem Ow. is people are fickle. People are fickle, and they don't. When they stand up and they wind up revolting, how often does that work? Well, that's just it. It, it. it is.
3: Yeah, and you asked him so what's much. what's the call to action? What do we do? Well, you need to stand up. Okay, every housewife from Wichita to Pelucaville is aware of the whole thing right now. So, uh, when is the right time to reveal the information?
4: No, there is none. All that, and then he, he said, "Oh, but before the election, before the election." Well, you know what? That's kind of stupid. That's if you're gonna if you're gonna dangle if you're gonna dangle the carrot for kids spending another six months. Getting their asses raped and their throats slit for their blood, and you're going to say, "Oh, it's, we got to wait till the election." Then this is a fraudulent movement, and I want no—I don't want my name associated with it at all.
3: No, I hear you, man. Uh, what? Tell everybody where they can find you. What time you're on, Mr. Dominic Isil? We're,
4: we're on this glorious station. We uh, share the, the airways with Mike, and I know that sometimes he cringes. Uh, we're on at 7 p.m. Eastern. Same, uh, same platform, Mojo Five O Radio. Uh, I'll be on tonight pulling my hair out, wondering why I'm doing this in the first place.
3: Dominic, thank you so much for coming on. And I want to tell everybody, while Dominic's here, it is not easy to do what he does. Going on air every single night and talking for two hours is not easy. He's not Tucker Carlson. He's not one of these guys that has a full staff. When you hear Rush Limbaugh, when you hear Michael Savage, they have a full staff. They got three hours in a makeup chair and a whole lot of people making what they do happen. Mr. Dominic Izzo, hats off to you. Keep doing what you're doing.
4: Oh, I, that's I, I keep telling Beth to let me quit and work for you, but I guess that's not
3: going to happen. So. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pull Thanks some bye. strings. <laughs> Take care, Dominic. Bye-bye. We'll talk to you later. That was Dominic Izzo, and I get his frustration. And it's like I was saying at the beginning of that brief little discussion that we had. Uh, okay, we need to declass JFK. We need to declass Area 51, and then, and then. Everything else can come out, right? It's ridiculous, and it gets to the point where, like I was talking about at the beginning of the show, learned helplessness. It's put in your face for three years that there are kids trapped in underground tunnels, but it, 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 nothing's happening. But it is happening. Why? Because see, look what Q said. Look what Trump said. I need to see some arrests. I need to see action. What did he get elected on? Lock her up. Now, the situation is a lot more nuanced than that. Right? And I get it. If he had a frog march Hillary Clinton off in a glow Warrens jumpsuit and handcuffs in front of the cameras the second day he was in office, the media would have been screaming. And... Not only that, he would have been the Trump, the Stalin, uh the Hitler that they all accused him of being, right? But I'm getting to the end of my rope. And so's Dominic Izzo. And I think a lot of people listening to Mojo 50 and Tucker Carlson and Alex Jones and all of these different news services out there are in the same boat. Bring us some evidence, please.
2: American, American Duck Radio. No.
3: Country wasn't following the official narrative and sheltering in place, huh? What if somebody did not shut down their economy in the middle of a quote unquote pandemic? You'd think they'd all be dying, right? Well, it's just irresponsible for a government not to shut down their whole economy, right? Uh, Nicaragua. <laughs> In the photo, a bunch of kids in swimsuits are sitting around a table at the beach. They're drinking Cokes, waving and grinning. We have a unique country, and it's best to enjoy it with your family, wrote Juan Carlos Ortega, the son of Nicaragua's president, in a tweet with the image of his children posted last weekend. As much of the Latin American world shuts down in the face of coronavirus, Nicaragua is striking out as a radical outlier, urging citizens to go to the beach Enjoy holiday cruises and turn out for Easter season passion plays. They should all be dead, right? Hey, go away, Motley Crue. <laughs> That's what a professional I am. Rather than discouraging crowds, the Sandinista government is trying to manufacture them. It's promoting festivities, such as an event to distribute a sugary fruit treat, the biggest Alma bar handout in Nicaragua. Authorities haven't closed borders, businesses, or stadiums. Well, that's it. That's it for uh, Nicaragua. But perhaps most sets the Central American nation apart as its president, Daniel Ortega. He doesn't seem to be leading the charge against coronavirus. In fact, he hasn't appeared in public for months. The government says he's still in control, but Nicaraguans are nervously wondering if the former Marxist guerrilla is ill dead or simply avoiding human contact. Health and human rights bodies in the hemisphere, meanwhile, are becoming increasingly alarmed at the government's laissez faire approach to the deadly disease. Yeah. A bunch of bureaucrats are really upset that they're not shutting down their entire economy. Right? The Inter-American Commission on Human Rights, BARF, has called on Nicaragua to recognize the extreme gravity of the situation and immediately adopt steps to address and contain the pandemic. Mm Mm-hmm. Carissa Etienne, director of the Pan American Health Organization told reporters, we have concerns about the testing, contact tracing, about the reporting of cases in Nicaragua, as well as inadequate infection prevention and control. Now listen, what if you had a pandemic going on and nobody knew about it, right? It's not exactly like uh, the dark ages. Bring out your dead, bring out your dead. That's not going on. There's not a bring out your dead wheelbarrow guy every day. We're hearing about it. We're hearing about it, right? We're constantly hearing that everybody's going to die. Oh, but the numbers go down. The numbers go down. The numbers go down, right? Is it happening or is it not? Why aren't nurses going to work? Why aren't, uh, oh, 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 we've got a reason for that. We've got a reason for that, okay? Here's why nurses are not working right
2: now. Number of people testing positive for COVID-19 is growing. And at the same time, many hospitals have fewer patients overall. One reason for that, some medical procedures are delayed. Oh, there you go. But the reaction of one health system has caused anger among nurses. And the nurses asked not to be identified out of fear it may affect future employment. Mike McKnight explains in tonight's Six on Your Side report.
4: Highly trained and motivated, these registered nurses get paid extra for flexibility. We're at the beck and call. We float to all different areas of the hospital because we're qualified to do that. Floating nurses don't get benefits and just lost incentive bonuses, which for some is a more than $30,000 a year pay cut. I won't be able to pay
0: my bills until they start needing us again and maybe bring the incentives back.
4: So I'm forced to look for another job.
3: Now, could it be that we had more nurses than we ever needed in the first place? Oh, and for the people in the chat room? Against. So, non-essential surgeries, what does that include? Well, my good friend Dr. Glidden has said repeatedly that if you uh, remove somebody's gallbladder, you should be in jail. Same with appendectomies, tonsillitis, all these things. Easy things to overcome without surgery. And he talked about medical tyranny. For the last 10 years that I've been working with that man, he talked about how we don't have a free medical market and the tyranny that's in it. Well, now we're seeing it. This is all due to medical tyranny. And doctors were too intellectually cowardice to actually say anything. Go on, nurses. Patient numbers at CHI hospitals are down 32%. I float
4: all over the place. And as-needed nurses aren't needed as much. Someone who is working, who's a
0: full-time employee, who is getting paid one rate, and these individuals... ...to come in and sometimes be paid more. What we're saying is we're going to eliminate that extra pay. So we're trying to just make sure that everyone's treated fairly. We're trying to save jobs.
4: But these nurses say they need flexible hours and incentive pay. I cried a lot on Thursday. I'm a single mom supporting my children, and I don't have another source
2: of income.
3: That is too bad. It really is. I feel bad for that woman. Uh, She's facing a personal holocaust. Right? Can't meet our bills. But, but that's the rest of us. Right? Everybody else is kind of in the same boat. Well, most people anyway. But how many procedures did they actually order that were not necessary? We reported this on the Tactical Health Podcast forever. Right? Sending people for MRIs. Sending people for CAT scans that were absolutely not necessary in order to pad the bill and bankrupt your average American. This could actually save lives, is what I'm saying. It literally could. Number one cause of death. Number one cause of bankruptcy. All underneath the World Health Organization. Same people that brought you the opioid epidemic, right? Opioids killed how many people? Vioxx killed how many people? Boniva caused people's lower mandible to rot and fall off their face. Oh, but now we got a health crisis. And every YouTuber out there, well, not all of them, but a lot of them that previously were constitutional scholars, all of a sudden they're experts on virology. They're experts on tracking a pandemic. You know why? Because I found a video of an Asian-looking guy falling over in a mall. And like I said before, one of the worst is Mike Adams over at InfoWars. And I played the uh, audio of David Knight calling him out yesterday. And so what did he do? I went over to naturalnews.com this morning. And sure enough, top headline, InfoWars, David Knight just pawned himself. You know, pawned. Uh, I pawn noobs was the expression. Now that people can't say full words. With extraordinary demonstration demonstration of mathematical ineptitude. And then he puts a little note at the top. Uh, I've edited this article after a friend pointed out to me that David Knight recently had a heart attack, which is true. And I don't want to lend any stress to him. As he's done excellent work on so many issues. So I, I toned down the article. You suck, Mike Adams! Jeez, where did that hour go? I can't believe it. I already hear the music coming in. Head over to AmericanuckRadio.com for great breaking news. T-shirts, coffee mugs. You can become a Dr. Glidden subscriber. You got all these guys saying, take iodide. No, take uh, vitamin C, vitamin A. Well, if you'd have been listening to us, you'd have been doing that this whole time. Because it's all stuff you need anyway not just in a pandemic. Stay tuned for right now with Jim Dawes on the Mojo Five O Radio Network. American, American Radio. Listen to Dominic Gizzo too.
2: This is the seditious, rabble-rousing, liberty-loving, home of fun, entertaining, and compelling talk.